0: Ramble. My dog, Mango, has been with me through some really crazy times in life. I mean, she's been with us for the past 10 years. If you guys don't know, Mango is my little French bulldog with half hair. Okay, she's fuzzy only half the time. And she is literally the glue of my family. I have quite literally named an entire podcast and a YouTube channel from my dog, Mango. She is the reason that these channels exist. But three years ago, Mango was diagnosed with this autoimmune disease, and she was always at risk of excessive bleeding. Her fur was falling out in clumps. It was, it was a pretty stressful time in my life. I was constantly emotional about Mango being in pain, and then I would be, get so stressed out every time I started going over the vet bills. Every time we took her to the vet, it was like thousands of dollars because her condition was so difficult to treat. And I am just so thankful that we had savings to cover it. I wish I had known about Spot Pet a few years back, it would have just eased so much of that stress. Our partner, Spot Pet Insurance, is here to share a message today on how they are a secret weapon against the unexpected. Because with Spot Pet Insurance, you can get up to 90% cash back on eligible vet bills. Our dogs are always there for us during our hardest times, and we need to be there for them too. Go to SpotPet.com today and get a quote instantly. Visit SpotPet.com. Paid ad from Spot Pet Insurance. Waiting periods, annual deductibles, coinsurance, benefit limits, and exclusions may apply. For all terms, visit spotpetins.com slash sample policy. Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. Hello and welcome to today's Baking a Mystery. Today's Baking a Mystery is based on a movie called Gunjiam Haunted Asylum and it's actually based off of a real haunted asylum in South Korea. CNN voted this one of the top seven scariest places in the world that are haunted and you go there and you'll be haunted and you'll be cursed and I don't know who's making these lists. Like, how do you know? what? What is the meter on to determine... How scary it is. I mean, listen, I've got a lot of problems, but this movie is not one of them. This movie is actually pretty good. I will say that this is probably my first time doing a horror film as a baking a mystery, so just bear with me because there's going to be a lot of weird shit. There's a ghost that goes like this. I'm not even, I'm not even talking like it right now. But it's overall a really, really good movie. It is probably, like, the plot of it is one of my favorite found footage films. So when I'm talking found footage, think paranormal activity, think, you know, um... That's embarrassing. It's <laughs> that embarrassing. Like, you know, when they like they GoPro it, they vlog it. It actually has to do with YouTubers called Horror Times that decide... Not Horror Times, Horror Times that decide to go into the haunted asylum and, like, film shit. We're dealing with ghosts. I mean, I don't know how to tell you, but we're dealing with ghosts. And I was, like, kind of nervous to do this one because I'm like, how am I supposed to tell you guys about ghosts? But I'm going to try to do it to the best of my abilities. So let's get into the opening scene of this movie. This movie was about an hour and 36 minutes of... Of just pure found footage and I found it to be highly entertaining. So it starts with two high school boys and the two high school boys are like filming on their phone. They're like vlogging in this haunted asylum that we know to be Kunjian and they're saying like, hey guys, look, we're about to hammer our way into room 402, the only locked room in the entire asylum, the cursed room where all the shit goes down. Us two boys, I'm going to start calling them all chads because that's some dumb Why are you doing that? And they're like hammering down the walls and they're saying like, you know, because we're men, we ain't scared of shit, right? And that was the video. Later we find out that these two boys are currently missing. Their phone was found inside of the haunted asylum. The footage was uploaded to the internet, but the boys are missing. Now at the very end of their footage that was found on their phone, there is kind of like a pan over to a different room and it looks like the face of a ghost. Now this face of a ghost is not gonna be like really like... Facial features, it kind of looks like a blob And so a lot of people were questioning Is this actually some paranormal activity That they caught on their phone Or did someone edit it in to make it look extra creepy Is this an urban legend So then we get into Horror Times So Horror Times is a Korean YouTube channel Not really, but in the movie it is It's a Korean YouTube channel And he's sitting down, oh my god The The way, usually, usually When I see movies of people trying to be like YouTubers in the movie or like the like a Live streamers, it just all feels like is that really what we do? Like, that's what we look like to everyone? Because we look dumb. But this one, they were really good at it. So he's sitting in this, like, black room, and he's all like, welcome to horror times. Today, we're going to be talking about Jian, the haunted set." I'm like, whoa, is this is this true crime? And so he's like, we're going to be talking about that found footage. So he's explaining the history of Kunjiam, right? And he's saying that it's a haunted asylum. It opened way back in the day, and it was actually the most popular mental asylum that there was. Can you even say that about a mental asylum? But it was poppin'. It was the most popular. It was like people's favorite. They were like, oh, you're going to a mental asylum? You should check out Kunjiam. It's a good one. And so they were saying it's the most popular. It closed down October 26th of some random year back in the day. And there's a lot of rumors around. around why it's so haunted. So the first rumor is that the Japanese, when they had actually taken over Korea at one point, they had um, buried a lot of Korean resistance fighters and then built a torture prison on top of it so that the bodies could never be found. So then now there's like this um, entire rumor that there's a bunch of like dead Koreans floating around and then just like mixed with the torture prison. And then there is another weird thing that happened. Right before the haunted asylum closed down, a bunch of the patients just like committed mass suicide. And then the director of the haunted asylum is now missing. So the rumor surrounding that is that they did not commit suicide. The director of the haunted asylum murdered them, murdered her patients, and then committed suicide. So it's a little bit confusing. Um, The main reason that people are so speculative of this is because the main director of the hospital, she's a woman, and she was highly regarded by all these politicians. Like, she had met the president. She she got an award from the president. So apparently, she's really good at treating not just mental asylum patients, but um, political allies, like political prisoners, should I say, not allies, and other like criminal, you know, criminals. Like, she's really good at, like, diagnosing them, I guess, and treating them and fixing them. But she's gone off the grid. She's completely disappeared. And so Horror Times is saying, I think that that footage is real. I think that there really are ghosts inside. And so what I'm going to be doing just for you guys, my subscribers, is I'm going to be putting together the Horror Times just squad. They call it the Terror Squad. And we're going to get the Terror Squad together. We're going to go into the Haunted Asylum and live stream it all so that you guys can see it in real time. Honestly, it was giving me a lot of like Logan Paul Japanese forest vibes, but like to each their own. Like it was just a lot, okay? So um, he was like, yeah, we're going to get the terror squad together. So then that, the video cuts. Then we see him go into a cafe and all of these people meet. So it seems like there was a bunch of people who had applied to become part of the terror squad and he had picked out the final applicants and they all meet together. Now there's a lot of names in this. And that was kind of the reason I was like, should I even do this one? Like, there's like seven fuckers, okay? Seven forkers were dumb enough to go into a haunted asylum. So we've got Charlotte, okay? Charlotte is, she always wears this scarf in the whole thing. And Charlotte is your stereotypical, I feel like in horror movies, you've got a group of kids and they're all stereotypes. So Charlotte is like that girly girl. She wore heels. To the haunted asylum. Like, she's like, I want to, look cute. Like, she's, like, putting on lipstick all the time. Like, she's very girly. But then you find out she's actually smart. And then you're like, what? Beauty and brains? That's impossible. (laughs) What? And so that is Charlotte. And she's the only one that goes by Charlotte. Everyone else has a Korean name. She kind of made it a personality trait in the beginning that her parents are in America right now. So that's a whole thing. And then we've got Jamie. I'm making up this name. Now, Jamie, she's a cool, she's a cool one. She's, like, unbothered. Like, she's not necessarily, like scared, but she's also not necessarily, like, excited. Like, she's just, unbothered. She's chill. She looks like she's got a good head on her shoulders, you know? And then we've got the nurse. We're just gonna call her the nurse. She's a nursing student, and she's scared of everything. She's, like, very, like, you know, people tease her because they're, like, oh, have you, like, never left your house? Like, they just kind of, like, tease her like that. And one of those people that tease her, I'm gonna call him flirty boy. He just keeps flirting with the nurse, you know, but he does it in like kind of like a mean way. So like a high school flirt. So he's like poking fun at her, but like, you know, it's flirting. And then we've got Chad number one and Chad number two. They're just idiotas. Like I can, I don't even know the difference between them. Like, (laughs) I'm sorry. I just don't. Like, I just know that they're like BFFs and they're idiots. And I was like, ah, they all run at the same circles. And then you've got the boss, okay? So the boss is the YouTuber that runs Horror Times. So they get together in a cafe and they start talking and they're like, oh my gosh, like are you guys nervous? And they're like teasing each other. Then finally they get to drinking. They go to a bar, they're eating fried chicken. I'm like, is this a mukbang? They're drinking beer and they start talking. So they start talking about the rumors. They said that the main rumors are that there's rumors that there's ghosts just like roaming the hallways of the haunted asylum. But also the fact that um, if you go into room 402, it's the only locked room. No Nobody has really been able to get inside that room, but if you are able to get in, you'll die. Which, like, what does that mean? And they start going over some of, like, the most basic rumors that they've heard. So the first thing is that before people see a ghost, they keep hearing the sound of a ping pong ball. I know. So Korean, okay? So they hear the sound of a ping pong ball. And they're both like, okay, that, that's kind of confusing. And they said that there's even a broken ping pong table at the asylum. So are there just, like, two ghosts fucking playing ping pong? I don't know. Like, why would you do that in your free time as a ghost? I would go haunt people, but whatever. And so they said that you hear the ping pong noise, and then you'll see the ghost. And then you probably die They also talk about the rumor About why it's so widely thought of That the director killed all of the patients But it's because it just like happened at once It was like the mass suicides of the patients And then the director ended up killing herself This is actually not the true story of Kunjiam Just just in case anyone is like It was a whole sanitary issue Yeah they had really bad um, sewage flow And it just got really expensive So they shut down Anyways so they're like yeah So it's about that They said that they. um, the other rumor is that the director hung herself in one of the bathroom stalls at the asylum and they said for some reason due to like the gravity but also like maybe the temperature her neck became a foot long because it just stretched out when she hung herself and now the nursing student is like oh my god and the flirty boys like go home then So one of the dudes asks the boss, like, why why live stream? Why don't we just like edit a video and then like post it? Maybe make a film, like a documentary, you know, something cool like that. Like, why are we, why are we live streaming? And he says, listen, so there's a group of YouTubers. They do car shows. Like they literally go to the racetrack and they race their cars and they got 200,000 views and they made $100,000 in ads. What YouTube are you on? What YouTube are you on, man? But he's like, 200,000 views, they made $100,000. And so they're all like, $100,000 for only 200,000 views? Oh my God, what's our goal, what's our goal? And the boss says, we're gonna make a million views, which is what, half a million dollars. So it seems like everyone's getting paid a little bit, but probably the boss is going to take most of it. So they're just like, Oh my gosh, like, this is crazy. Can you imagine 1 million people watching us? And they're just like, you know, having such a cute blast foreshadowing in all the scary movies. They're always happy until they're dead. Um, so they're like, yeah, to 1 million views and they cheers their little beer glasses and they just have a good night. Now the next scene is them on their way to the hospital. They're in like the back of this van. They've got blankets set up in the back of the van and they start, on their phones They're like talking And one of the girls Brings up Okay so I'm reading That most of the Common things Are like Maybe ghosts of patients But also Someone keeps seeing Like high school girls In there Like why would there I mean I understand Patients being the ghost there But why is there A high school girl Ghost in there And so the boss says About 30 years ago There's a rumor So this hasn't really Been confirmed About 30 years ago Three high school girls Snuck into the asylum At night Because they wanted To break into room 402 Now they were actually They couldn't break into the room 402 but they were found knocked unconscious right outside and two of them so all three of them are taken into the hospital now two of them they decide at that point to climb to the roof of the hospital and jump to their deaths the other one never woke up like she just remained unconscious but there was no signs of trauma or anything so it's just weird so maybe it's one of those girls that people are seeing so it kind of makes sense now this is the part where they bring up the curse there's allegedly a curse associated with room 402 not only do you have to actually not go in like you know how i said if you go inside you'll probably die but it's the fact that anyone who's even tried they've all a committed suicide later after they left the asylum like maybe even a year later two is they what like fell into a coma or had some medical issues and then died or three they were in like weird freakish accidents like something happened and then they just like died really soon after going to the asylum so it's not even just the fact that they didn't get into the room there seems to be a curse of even trying and that's when the boss turns around as he's driving and he says we're gonna live stream from inside room 402 and all of them are like excited and shocked and i'm just like what drugs are you on? Okay, that is not exciting. And so it seems like they're just like, what? Like, that's crazy. Like, how are we even going to get in? But also, who's going to try to open the door? Because obviously, if it's cursed, no one's going to want to, like, touch the door and be the one to turn the knob. And so they're like, we know what to do. So they attach their GoPro. By the way, this whole thing is, like, filmed on GoPros. Well, I don't know if it actually is, but it looks like it, right? So they attach a GoPro to, like, a dartboard, and they spin it. So you just see all their faces spinning by while they're, like, screaming and sh- And then it finally lands on like Chad, one of them I don't know which one So it lands on a Chad and they're like "Oh!" And they're like, okay, well like we're almost at the town where Kunjiam is Which side note, did you know if you go to that town The locals do not encourage tourists to go to Kunjiam So if you ask a local which location, like which direction to go to Kunjiam They won't tell you They'll just be like, we don't know And then walk away Yeah Oh yeah, there's so much interesting stuff. We'll get into it at the end. And so um they're like, Okay, like we'll just like do some fun shit before we go. So they like start jumping into the lake in November or in October. I don't know, there's like some cute scenes where they're like happy because you know they want to emotionally set you up for that death. Um so they're like jumping into the lakes, they're all having fun, GoProing it. And when they drive up to Kundiam, I mean the front is barricaded, you can't drive in. There's signs like do not enter, pro like prohibited, do not enter, you know, all of these things, and they're like, Oh, like what 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 do we do? We can't enter. What do we do? And the boss says, no, no, no online it says you take the back road so they start driving through the woods where it's not even really like a road it's literally just the woods and he's driving his van through and then he parks and he said he has to strategically park this location because there's no security cameras the closer you get the more security cameras there are you know so he parks randomly in the middle of the woods they get all of their camera gear out of the van it looks like a freaking lot it looks like they're filming Nat Geo okay it's a lot so they grab all of those gears and they have to walk all the way into the the woods and they set up base. So base camp, um, just to give you an idea of what it looks like, it looks like an FBI tent. Like, you know, money heist when they're in like that tent and it's like for hostage negotiations. I don't even know what size generator they have to run this whole operation, but it must be massive, okay? Because it's a full-size tent, all of them fit in there comfortably. I would say it's maybe like a two-bedroom, two-bath type feel, and they've got a stove, they've got a box of food filled with cup ramen. Like they got the whole shabam. They also have computers set up so that the boss is going to sit there and give them directions and he's going to literally power the live stream so that they have internet access and they don't lose that access into the interwebs, you know? Crazy. How do they have all this money? So the first night, like the minute that they get there, um, the chads and the flirty boy, they go into the asylum first and they start setting up CCTV cameras. So they set up cameras in the hotspot room. So there's like this shower room, there's a bathroom, there's like a couple different rooms that are known to have a lot of just supernatural activity. So they set up motion-censored cameras so that they don't miss anything. And then they go back and they start doing like a ramen mukbang, they're like boiling the ramen. I literally paused that scene, showed it to my fiance, and he goes, should we make And I was like, don't tempt me right now. But did you see that steamy ramen? Yeah. So they got that steamy ramen going and they're just talking. So we see on their wall, they've got a million GoPros and the way that it's going to work is two gopros per person plus additional dslr cameras so they're gonna have like this harness strapped to them so that they can be hands free because they don't want any like this live stream is money business like they are strictly dickly doing this for money they are not doing it for fun and so they're like we don't want you to get scared and drop the camera and then we won't get the footage like that's shitty so it's a harness that he's literally screwing onto them and it has a gopro facing their face and then it has a gopro facing outward so it gets what they're Seeing, but also you get to see their reaction and then Jamie the non bothered girl she's gonna have a DSLR and then I believe Flirty Boy has one and one of the chads probably have one so th- some of them are bringing big cameras too to get everyone's reaction and it seems like a setup they also have like these like random ghost gadgets like electromagnet field detector they just call it like a ghost detector apparently like ghosts have like a different frequency they just like fart in different wavelengths <laughs> <laughs> Why is that so funny to me? <laughs> and so that will detect the ghost farts. And then they're also going to be setting something up on the fourth floor, just the fourth floor where room 402 is, and it's going to be on the ceiling and they're just like kind of um almost motion sensor flashlights, but they're really sensitive. So it's mainly for paranormal activity. Like if a ghost walks by, they'll flash on right when they walk by so you know like where they're walking. Like it's so scary. Why would you do that to yourself? And so I thought that they were just going to enjoy this nice little night and then go in the morning, but actually they were going to go in tonight. So they eat their ramen, they strap in with their GoPros, and the boss says bye because he's going to be staying in HQ in the base camp and he's going to be controlling everything. So each person does have an earpiece where the boss can talk to them. And mind you, before going into this, uh, some of it is scripted. So they have a plan. So there, it's not like just go into the hospital and explore. It's like explore level one and then two, three, and then the finale They're hoping to get maybe like 900k viewers At that time before the finale hits They're going to go into room 402 So it's like they're pairing off Into different places so that they can keep Everyone entertained on the live stream It's like a whole production So the boss does say okay cue Charlotte we're gonna start opening Charlotte so then Charlotte's gonna say hey guys Like we're in level 2 you know Hey what's up you guys (laughs) It literally sounds like a whole YouTuber thing Doesn't it It's kind of crazy And so um, Just be warned If you like watch it Cause you know The boss is giving them Some lines And so now They're headed Through the woods To the asylum And as they're walking Through the woods The atmosphere Has suddenly changed Like it went from Being so cute Like oh a million views Eating ramen And now it's Really really creepy And they keep Getting scared Of like every little Sound that they hear Birds fly by They're like Shitting themselves And then flirty boy Screams because he Sees something Hanging off of a tree And they get closer And he grabs it and he says, what the fuck happens in a place like this? And he shows everyone and it's the biggest pair of white underwear I've ever seen with poop stains on it. And so they all start giggling, and he ties it to the tree, and he says, this is our landmark. So that means, you know, to get back to the base camp, you have to pass this dirty piece of underwear. So they're, like, laughing and giggling. Then they get to the front door, and there's, like, a small little hiccups here and there, some, like, camera malfunctions, but also, like, police sirens go off, so they gotta, like, turn off all their LED lights and their flashlights. And then finally, when they get to the door, cue the line. They intro the live stream. So now they are officially live. So they are standing in front of the asylum doors, like literally just doing a full-on like, good morning, you guys. Like a whole YouTube intro. They're just like, hi everyone, coming live from Kunjian and Haunted Asylum. We are the Terror Squad. It's currently October 26th, the anniversary of when this asylum has closed. And it's a one minute, close to midnight, and we are about to head in. Welcome to South Korea's first haunted live stream. I'm Chad, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Horror Times. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like really cute, okay? So natural. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you, are you a YouTuber or something? <laughs> they start heading in. Now, immediately on the doors, you see a bunch of writing. It says things like, fuck it. It also seems, enter and you will die. So they're just like, let's enter. (laughs) Haha. So they go in and the hallways are really messed up. So this is floor number one. So level one, the hallways are super messed up. There's writing everywhere. It's fascinating how, um, like side note, the director is really good at this because it's incredibly dark during a lot of the footage, but you have really good spatial awareness. So even though it's so dark and you can't see much, you feel like the hallway just extends for like miles. It feels massive even though you can't see much. And so there's just a bunch of writing all over the walls. It's really creepy. There's doors lining both sides of the hallway and I can just only imagine how terrifying it is. So their first step is Charlotte grabs a bottle of holy water that she got from a cathedral recently. She has a gold trinket dish. She pours the holy water in and for good measure she sprinkles it around and says if there are ghosts they will come to the holy water because they don't like holy water or some shit. that nothing really ever happens with the holy water and so she sprinkles the holy water and then they start exploring the rest of the rooms so chad Chad number one, he's right in front of the DSLR camera. This is live streaming, and he's saying, listen guys, we've already set up some motion detecting cameras in all of these different places, so if we detect something, we're going to show it to you guys on the live stream, and then they like briefly glance over the rooms that they've put up CCTV cameras. And then he also says, so I'm just going to catch you guys up to speed, and right behind him, a door slams shut and everyone starts screaming. Everyone starts freaking out, and they go and they see that door, and it's the door to the director's room, the director of the psychiatric ward. It's her office. And so they're like, what the fork? Well, now we gotta go in, cause they're dumb, cause they're chats. I wouldn't go in. So when they walk into the director's room, Chad is explaining, you know, a lot of people have actually experienced the supernatural phenomenon of these doors, specifically the director's room, slamming open or slamming shut. So now we're just exploring. As you can see over here, there's a lot of scattered paperwork throughout. The furniture has been upturned. I mean, there's just overall a lot of garbage in here. The floors, I mean, the ceilings look to be falling in a little bit. There's holes everywhere in the ceilings. It's just very, very messy. Oh, wait, I think I found something and they walk over and they will pan the camera to a picture of the director sitting with all of her patients wearing these like white uniforms and the director is in like a black suit now for some reason it looks normal but it doesn't look normal like all of the patients are looking away from the camera in different directions and only the director is staring straight into the camera and she's sitting in the middle of the picture like in between all of the patients the patient specifically On her right is the creepiest because, like, his mouth is open and it looks like he's almost screaming while he's staring into space and he's holding a little doll and it's just like the oddest vibe. So, they're looking at the picture, they're showing it up close to the live stream. So, they also, along with that, they find other photos. So, they find like the photo of a director getting an award from the president, um, and it was like the former president. And then we have like Charlotte's cue the dumb girl moment where she's like, Who's that? and they're like, The ex president, and she's like, That's not our president. and they're like, yeah, that's our ex-president. Really? He was president? And then it's just like this whole thing. Everyone's like, what the fork, right? They also find a picture of the director playing ping pong. And Chad is like, well, maybe that's why people hear ping pong noises. Because seems like she really liked ping pong and Charlotte's like stop like now you're freaking me out and then boom all of a sudden through one of the holes in the ceilings they see like black hair just like hanging down at them now because it's like a tiny hole they can't see if it's like attached to a head if it's a wig if someone's been scalped if it's a beheaded decapitated head I mean this could really go in any direction at this point but they're not here to find out they're like this is And creepy So they head out of the room So at this point The director tells All of them in their earpieces You guys are doing great We're getting some views But now let's head Into the next phase So they've actually set up A ritual that they wanted To do on the live stream So they're like Okay before we prep For the ritual Let's wait a little bit while Longer so that more people Can come into the live stream So you guys go Your separate ways And start exploring The different levels So now we pan to Charlotte and Jamie They're paired off together So the way that it works Is the two chads are together um, Flurry boy the nurse Are together Charlotte and Jamie are together So Charlotte and Jamie, they're like bouncing around level 2 I believe And Charlotte starts spray painting her name in big letters on the wall And she says that she's actually visited three of the top CNN 7's most haunted places in the world And she has left her name in all of them It's kind of like her trademark So she's signing her name and Jamie is vlogging it And you can see that underneath it in Korean it says Saida, which means let's live in red. So Charlotte writes her name on top of 살 right? And they even pointed out, they're like, oh, look, someone wrote 살 right? And so then they go into different rooms and they start exploring. Now they end up in the laboratory, which is, um, honestly, I don't know, for some reason I saw the sign and I was like, ah, bathroom. But it's actually like a lab, like a research lab. And inside it's like water on the bottom. There's like medical papers everywhere. There's like a burnt, like, traces on the wall like it just looks like a shit show it's very smelly in there and that's when Jamie notices inside of like one of these medicine cabinets there's the doll that seems like we as the audience were like uh that looks like the thing that the patient was holding in the picture but for some reason Jamie is so unbothered she doesn't even think about it she's like that's creepy and she looks away now Charlotte is like oh my god oh my god over here and she whips out her phone and she says look my friend from America literally took a picture here when he visited Korea last year so I want to take the same picture in the same spot so I can send it to him and so Jamie's like yeah yeah sure I'll take a picture of you and Charlotte runs over to the corner to get the same angle when she steps on a piece of glass and it shatters and there's like a chicken like a chicken skinned so like the hair has been skinned off and it's been wrapped in wire and it's just like laying on the ground and she's like oh my god that smell why would they have a chicken in here and so she's like let's just get out of here it's so stinky so they don't take the picture and they run out of the lab Now, the director at this point, this was all a live stream, so he's like, that's good. Like, the chicken scene is good. Like, this is all good. You guys did good. So now we're going to cut to... So it's not live streaming all of them at the same time, if that makes sense. So they're kind of, like, waiting their turns. So um, the rest of the people are, like, waiting, and then they'll be like, okay, now it's, like, our turn to go. And it was just more strategic to do it that way, I guess. And so then you have um, Flirty Boy and Nurse nurse girl so they're on the third floor and they're going to be going through all of the rooms so this is kind of like the headquarters of all the patients so you have like their shower amenities you've got their bathrooms you've got some of the patient rooms on the third floor and flirty boy is like mysteriously looking into the camera and he says tell me nurse what's the temperature here and she says uh 13 degrees celsius about 55 degrees fahrenheit and he says what about on the second floor Uh, That was 13 degrees Celsius uh, 55 degrees Fahrenheit and he looks at the camera and he goes But there's something called sensory temperature and it it feels like negative 13 degrees It feels like negative 55. It feels colder on the third floor You know that what they say when ghosts are around it's colder and they're like exploring the third floor And honestly now that we're inside Of the hospital like the roles have Kind of switched it seems like the nurse has like Got a good head on our shoulders and flirty boy Is actually like the little little beats You know and so they're walking through the third floor We enter the shower room together Where they see um, a stain It almost looked like a Burnt imprint of a female On the side of the wall Like a burnt stain and they Say that this is one of the most haunted rooms Because of that stain it looks like someone had died there it looked like someone had been burnt alive in this room they installed CCTV so far as caught on to nothing then they move into the next room which is what they call the bathing room and in Korea they have a lot of like like hot tubs in like these bathing rooms right where you like go in it's, it's not even a hot tub there's no bubbles really this isn't a resort it's an asylum it's like a pool of water a small pool and they see that and it's filled with water but he starts screaming because you can see hair inside it looks like there's a head floating inside the water. So he starts screaming and they're live streaming, right? And, um, that's when literally the director says, okay, like you need to tone it down. I understand, but you need to. F- and tone it down and he gets this on the earpiece but you can tell flirty boy is still freaking scared so that's when um the nurse she grabs a stick i don't know where she got this stick from and she picks it up and it's a wig and she's like giggling and trying to like shake it at him and he's screaming in the corner and she's just like oh like don't worry boss i think like probably a kid had left this here as like a sick prank for the next visitor and so she's giggling she's taunting flirty boy and he's just like good job tame." So at this point, we cut back to Charlotte and Jamie, and they're on the fourth floor. They're explaining how they just installed those flashlight sensors on the fourth floor. They will, as the finale of the live stream, will be trying to penetrate. Through room 402. They also cut, they do a jump cut to a scene of one of the chads literally hacksawing the door but it won't open and they don't tell the audience how they're gonna get the door open but they're just like gonna get the door open, you know? And they said that. stay tuned for that. So we see that the live stream at this point has 55,000 active viewers right now, which is a lot. And so they're like getting excited, the boss is getting excited and the boss tells them, okay, now head down for the ritual. So they go back to the director's room and they're live streaming and they show, so what we've done right now is we've hung up these red ropes and we've kind of spiderwebbed it so that it's not attached to the ceiling but it's kind of like hanging down, like hammocking. And these red ropes have beads intertwined. So if you shake it, it will, you know, you'll hear the jingles, like jingle bells. And then we've set up this ritual over here. So it's like a table, there's candles, there's incense. There's also um, like an amulet filled with spells, like a book of spells. And of course, it's customary in Korean culture that that the manne, which is the youngest, does it. So they look over at the nurse and they say, will you do the honors? So she sits down and first she lights the incense, then she lights the candles on fire, then she burns the amulet, then she bows, and then she just sits there with the rest of everyone just like waiting. And they see that the candle flickers. And it flickers some more. And then all the candles go off. And they're all looking around when all of a sudden, all of the red rope that they had put up on the ceiling with the bells falls down on them, tangling them up. So they start freaking screaming. You can see some of the girls are even crying at this point. And they manage to like just run out of the room just crying hysterically. And the director tells them, hey, like, we don't know what's going on, but all of you guys just like get your shit together. I'm gonna go through the footage and see, like, what happened, and I'll let you guys know. So, what they do is that between each cut, the director, the boss will actually play replays for the live stream, and then so that they can set up, like, the next, like, ritual and stuff, so that they have time. They're not scrambling. And at this point, he's like, we're just gonna cut to a replay, so you guys, like, you know, grab some water, and I'm gonna look through the footage and make sure nothing happened. So, then the two chats. They go back into the director's room, they close the door, and they are talking on the headpiece to the boss and they are laughing. So this is when we find out that the two chads and the boss are in it together to fake all of these paranormal stuff. So they're faking it and they're getting the real reactions of Flirty Boy, the nurse, Jamie and Charlotte. So they want to make it look as real as possible. So all of them are actually scared and this is good for the live stream, you know. Right now they have like now they have over 80,000 viewers. So they're like this is working. So they're like okay, keep it up. Like keep it up. We're going to get the room 42. We're going to hit a million views and you guys are going to get paid. We're going to get paid. And Chad is like, listen, I think we should try to creep out Charlotte more. Like her reaction was really good. It was really natural. And so the boss is like, okay, sounds good. So at this point you're like, what the fork did I watch? Like, so everything's faked. So it kind of implies that even the door slamming, like that was done with wires and stuff. So everything seems like up until this point, it has been faked. You know, the Chads aren't even scared at all. Like they're just chilling. They're chatting it up. And so now it cuts to the boss and he's watching all of the feeds through his computers that are set up in the tent and just when you think okay this is one of those movies where it's like all set up and it's all fake and then you don't know what's real or what's fake but the stoves right behind him where they had just cooked ramen flicker on by themselves and then he goes and he turns it off and when he looks back all of his electricity goes out So at first, of course, he's like, oh, it's like a generator issue. So he goes outside, and right as he walks outside, they come back on, which indicates it's probably not a generator issue. It's just kind of weird. So he walks back in. He looks a little bit confused, but he's still not thinking that something weird is going on. He's just like, god, fucking generator. So then he sits back down, and now we cut inside the hospital again. So the live stream, you know, all of them are saying, we don't even know how to explain what happened, so... We're just gonna follow through with the plan like we had promised. We're gonna get into room 402, guys. Um, I don't know. It's probably paranormal. So even the chads are like, guys, we don't know what happened. It was just really creepy in there. They're just really acting it up, okay? And so then the next scene is them exploring the laboratory. So that's where Charlotte and Jamie were. And they go back in there, the water is still there. And that's when Jamie and Charlotte freak out. Because remember that doll that was inside the cabinet? that Jamie saw, well now it was propped up against the wall staring at them. And one of the chats says, isn't that the doll that the patient was holding in the picture? And so the boss is like, what? So he's like, yeah, I think it is. And then he shows the live stream, like, pictures of the picture that they had already seen. And all of the people are freaking out, especially Jamie. Like, she's saying, I'm a thousand percent certain that wasn't there before. Like, I swear to God, it was inside the cabinet. Why would I lie about something like this? Did someone move it? Was someone else in here? Are there other people that snuck into the asylum tonight? Like, what's going on? And so she's freaking out, and Chad, number one, walks up close to it, and he freaking Picks it up And as he's picking it up Everyone's screaming Don't touch it What are you doing? And he picks it up And he shows it to the cameras And he's like Everyone Please take a look This is the doll That was in the painting You know In the picture Of the patients And Charlotte especially She's freaking out so much She actually runs out of the room Crying And the rest of the team Go out to comfort her And she's So pissed off at him Because I mean Why wouldn't you be Like why would you Touch something like that Like are you an Absolute idiota Like that is something i would get so upset about so she's just so upset and then the boss is like okay you guys go take care of charlotte i'm gonna do a replay and so the live stream cuts and the two boys start giggling inside the room because everyone else is outside with charlotte and then the boss is giggling inside his tent and he's like you guys are pro actors and so it looks like they had set up the whole doll thing right so then the two chats they go outside and they're like oh i'm so sorry charlotte like I didn't know I shouldn't have touched it. I just, I don't know what happened. I guess I got excited because I didn't know what it was. And I didn't know it'd be such a bad thing. And she's like, "Fucking listen to me. If you touch anything else, like, I'm leaving. No, I'm leaving now. Like, I don't care. You guys are dumb, you know? And so that's when the boss comes into everyone's headpiece and says, Charlotte, like, I completely understand if you want to leave. But... All of this would have been for nothing, you know We can't get ads midway through Like we have to wait till the end for them to put in ads, you know We have to push through We're not gonna get ads with like 80,000 views We gotta get a million, Charlotte And we're almost there We're gonna get there, I promise So I completely understand But how about we just all push through And make sure that Chad's aren't being idiots, yeah And so she's like, fine And she goes up in Chad's face And she's like, you fucking do some stupid shit again and I'll kill you And I was like, yes, Charlotte, you tell him. And so he's like, sorry so that's when they head into the collective care unit now i believe this room is on the third floor and it's filled with like wooden lockers all across the walls and it doesn't really look like lockers it kind of looks more like coffins and they're explaining that this was actually used for treatment for patients it was not a storage unit so they would actually shove patients into these wooden lockers for lengthy periods of time and administer drugs administer all of these things and they all had like just like this square hole on the door they that's it now the The first thing that they pointed out in the live stream is that the square hole was it was like chest level and not head level so it didn't look like they were using it to like communicate with them or look at them like it was at their chest so they thought that was weird so they're like okay guys live stream followers viewers we're gonna open one of these right so chad number one he goes to open it and he's like oh that's weird there's no knob so what does chad do he does what chad does and he puts his hand in which is dumb because if you're gonna open it you could just go like this on the whole part but he's like putting his hand completely in yeah and someone grabs his arm and you can see him literally being slammed into the wooden locker and everyone starts screaming and they pull him out of there and everyone's yelling at him like stop with us like stop like this isn't funny and he's saying what are you what are you talking about like i know it's not funny like something happened and again it seems like he knows what he's doing because that's when he's like look look i'll show you again and he's walking to put his arm in there and that's when jamie is like no 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 no! like don't be down like you're gonna get hurt you're gonna get hurt and because she doesn't want him to get hurt she's like i'll do it i'll do it you know And then you see Chad number two being like, no, 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 it's too dangerous for girls, you know? So it really seems like it's a setup, like it's another Chad moment. And all of a sudden, Jamie is like, okay, okay, fine. And then she runs and sticks her arm in there. And honestly, I think she was trying to prove him wrong, okay? And she sticks her arm in there and she starts screaming, bloody murder. And so Chad, number one, helps her and she's like pulling on her. She's like getting slammed into the like the door of the wooden locker. And they finally both go flying out because Chad had pulled her so hard. And everyone is screaming and they look at her. And it's crazy because you can see all of their cameras point of views of their faces. And all of them are saying, Jamie, your arm. Jamie, your arm. And she's got these bloody streaks on her arms as if someone had clawed her. And she looks down and they're all screaming and some of them are even crying and it's crazy because Chad number two is crying. So now you're like, okay, maybe something's going on. And they look at the door and the door slowly creeps open and you just see Charlotte's scarf go up and she's getting choked by her own scarf. And so they all start screaming and they get the scarf down. They all run out of there and it's a freaking shit show. So then the boss is like, okay, I'm gonna cut to a replay of that and we're gonna investigate, right? So in the hallway, I mean, shit's going down. So at this point, I failed to mention something. The flirty boy and the nurse girl, they were actually on the fourth floor and they were live streaming too and they were literally electric um, sawing through the door. Like they were using electric, like one of those electric things to get through the door. So they were really busy, okay? They're just trying to get the door open. So they actually weren't a part of it. So it was the two chads, Charlotte and Jamie. And that happened and now Charlotte and Jamie, they're freaking the fork out. And they're talking to the boss and they're saying, I don't fucking think so. We're leaving. And Jamie's like, listen, I don't care what you think, boss, because the boss is saying like, no, you guys stay like we're almost there. Like, just get through the room four. like we're already on level three. We just need to get through level four. And she's saying, like, who's going to take him to this? Like, who's going to take ba- accountability if one of us gets seriously hurt? Huh? It's not going to be you, is it? And they, they're like walking away. And the chads are following, being like, no guys, like I'm sure it's all explainable, right? And that's when they see where Charlotte had written her name. You know how it said, which means let's live under it. Now it said, which means suicide. And she's like, freaking the fork out rightfully so and so is jamie because jamie literally saw that it used to say let's live and so she's explaining to the Chads, we're not doing this you saw what happened to my arm you saw the door open you saw her scarf go up you saw what happened at the ritual you saw all these things you see that the like the words have changed and it seems like Chad number two was trying to explain that they set up the ritual and so he goes okay so the truth about the ritual is and then Chad number one goes we're all scared okay but we just need to get through it together. It's just one more room and that's it guys. So like it seemed like Chad number two was trying to reassure the girls, but for some reason, Chad number one didn't want him to tell. And so the two girls are like, whatever, fuck this. So they pull out their headpiece, throw it on the ground and they leave together. And so you see them leave the hospital completely. Then the two chads, they start talking to the boss on the headpiece and they're like, explain to us what the fuck is going on, okay? Because we didn't set up any of that. And so the boss is like, what, what are you you talking about? And he's like going through the footage and you can see him start to get teary eyed because he sees in the past footage, it did say, let's live. It did say, and now it says suicide. He's replaying the footage of the scarf and the arm and none of it's making sense. And the two chads are like, what did it used to say on the wall? Did it really say let's live? And the boss, he's literally looking at it and he goes, Are you fucking kidding? No. Why would it say that? They're just fucking crazy. Come on, guys. We're almost there. Let's just push through. We're like 700K viewers right now. Let's just fucking push through. And so the chads are like, Okay, fine. What if, but we saw the door open. We saw what happened to our arm. And he's like, The arm. There's probably thorns in there. It's wood, guys. It's probably thorns. And you can see the boss getting really agitated almost. And then they're like, okay, well, what about the door opening? What about her scarf? I, yeah, I thought that one was weird, too. So I, I'm going to replay the footage. Don't worry, I'll figure it out. But maybe there's, maybe there's like a window open or a light breeze in there. A fucking breeze, really, dude? We're, there's no fucking breeze in here. And so that's when one of the chads grabs the GoPro off and replays the footage and he's like, we're out of here. Cause they know that this place is haunted now. Now, we cut to Charlotte and Jamie running through the woods. And they are so scared. And Charlotte is crying. And Jamie is looking back at Charlotte like, please, Charlotte, just get it together. We just have to get to base camp. Like, stop crying every two seconds. And Charlotte is like, I'm cursed. I'm cursed. And then she's like, no, 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 it's okay. We just have to get over here. And she's like, no, something feels weird. I'm cursed. And Jamie's like, Charlotte, please just work with me. Like, just run with me. We'll be okay, see, the is right there. We just have to go a little bit longer. We're gonna get to base camp. Please, Charlotte, and Charlotte's like, I'm cursed. And then you're just like, oh my God, Charlotte, please. Please, like, I'm getting frustrated watching Charlotte. Charlotte. So at this point, that is when um, the two Chads are talking and Chad number two is like, so we're leaving, right? And Chad number one goes, listen, I know you're scared and I know we're scared, but do you trust me? Let's ask for more money. We just have to get through room number 402 and we're gonna ask for a lot more money now because he obviously doesn't want us to quit. And so he's like, okay. And he's like, ask for 40,000 each. So he's like, okay. So they go, they ask for 40,000 each and uh, the boss is like, yeah, okay. And um, because, you know, at that point, he he didn't tell them that they were at 700K views. So he, they were like, if we can get 300K views, he can pay us 40K each. But he was already at 700K views. So the boss is like, okay, yeah, sounds good also the only good moment of the chads is that they actually had asked the boss for everyone to get extra money so everyone was getting paid like a fee to feature in the thing so they got raises for everyone so that's the only good chad moment that we really get and then the chads they put back on their headpieces they start live streaming and this time the energy has really changed so prior to all of this like the chads were narrating as if they were Narrating like a History Channel documentary Like, as you can see over here on the, you know, on the floors We've got some medical papers The furniture over there has been upturned The holes are falling down from the ceiling There are hose everywhere There are ghosts everywhere Haha, you're watching horror times But now they're just like we're, we're going into the shower room right now And this one is really haunted. (laughs) And you can just see that they just like cannot get their shit together, right? So then at this point, the boss is like yelling in the earpiece. I mean, he is honestly so aggressive. I wanted to punch him multiple times throughout this because I'm like, you, you little pizza are sitting in your little camp next to a box full of ramens what are your worries nothing and so um he's just like fucking go to the next room and so they get into the bathing room where they had like heard a bunch of noise and all of a sudden they see a wheelchair stroll out of nowhere and the boss is just saying fucking say some lines so the dude walks over and goes As you guys can see, a wheelchair has just appeared out of nowhere. This time he's like shaking. He's like, the wheelchair has appeared out of nowhere. There seems to be supernatural activity in this room. And they're just like totally shitting their pants at this point. And then all of a sudden, the roof collapses. Like things from the top floor Start falling down It looks like You know Because abandoned buildings The reason that people Tell you not to explore them Is not because it's haunted But more because of Structural issues So it looks like This was one of those Structural issues So you thought Until things start Flying around the room One of them hits Chad number one In the face And he knocks out (laughs) I'm sorry it's not funny And then And then you see Chad number two Trying to go to Chad number one Being like No my Chad And then all of a sudden He gets dragged Onto the floor And he literally Gets dragged face down into the hallway where he gets picked up by his feet and slammed into the hallway wall and then he's laying there like bloodied up and this is all caught on the GoPro this is about to die so then we cut to Charlotte and Jamie again (laughs) and um, this is the weird part so they're running through the woods and then Charlotte looks and she's crying I gotta get ready for my part okay this is a big part for me and she looks up and she says, Jamie, something's wrong. And they look up and they see the landmark. But we already passed that. What is that smell? And they look down and it's the chicken from the lab. There's also some, like, lab papers from the lab. How, 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 did this, how could this possibly get here? Something feels wrong. Jamie, I I told you we were cursed. Jamie, look, are you seeing this? Jamie, look. Jamie? And Charlotte looks up, and Jamie is facing in the other direction, just standing there, motionless. So then Charlotte walks up to her. Jamie? And shakes her arm, and that's when we get the poster of Konjian, which is this. This. Ah! And Jamie, is looking at Charlotte like that. And then, she gets this close to the camera. And she goes, That ghost right there? (laughs) (laughs) And I said, What? I thought that was wanting a horror movie. But she's just like, scatting. I'm pretty sure Jeff Goldblum does that, where he's all like, but she, it's called scatting when you're like making noises, you know? But then she's all like. <laughs> like Was it not scary? Um, it's kind of more like, what? And so she starts scatting. And Charlotte gets flung, her hair starts sticking up, and then she gets flung into the air by her scarf and getting choked around. Like, think Harry Potter, you know that one scene where the girl picks up the necklace? She's, like, getting choked around, and then suddenly she gets dropped to the ground and her flashlight went off. And so she starts, you know, opening her eyes and she's looking around, and she can tell she's not in the woods anymore. And she's literally trying to turn on her flashlight, and she's trying to be a... As quiet as possible. She can see Jamie in the corner, like still scatting. She's like, <laughs> right? And then she sees like a naked person. But this naked person is really confusing because the person, it looks like they've been cut open from here to their abdomen and it's bleeding, but also their feet are in the opposite direction. Like, it looks like their body's been really distorted this is actually a genre called body horror which are movies that rely on like really freakish body moments right and it's this one's probably like really creepy because it's not too crazy but it's really nasty Mm -hmm. and so um it's just standing there in the middle of the room so for a brief moment as the audience you kind of think maybe it's like hung like maybe someone was hung maybe it's the director or something but then it starts like crab walking to the side What? crab walking the naked body to the side. Yeah, just like walks to the, like walks sideways. Okay. And Charlotte's crying and she's trying so hard not to make any noise. And she's right Where next- Where is she? In a room in the hospital. She's back she's in back the- She's back in? Yeah. And she sees the door and she reaches for it and she tries to turn the knob and it won't open. And so she, she starts looking and the naked person's getting closer to her. Then she just full on starts banging on the door and she's like screaming, "Help me, please!" And then you just see the naked person jump on her. Kills her. Well, we don't know that for yet. And so it cuts, <gasps> and where the Chad wakes up, <laughs> Chad number one wakes up. Okay, and then Chad number one runs to the fourth floor and he gets Nurse and Flirty Boy, who have no idea that all of this. Sh- is going down they just think that they're still on schedule to open 402 and they're live streaming the whole electrical sawing process and the live stream is on and chad doesn't care and he doesn't know and he says we gotta get out of here we gotta save chad number two and we gotta get the Out of here. And they're just like, oh, the door's almost open. Now the boss, obviously, because they're live streaming, he knows that Chad number one is there now. So he's like, fuck no, this can't happen. And so he's calling um the nurse, and she's like, We just got the door open, like we can go in now. And he's like, open the door, go inside, live stream, right? And that's when Chad says, No, don't open the door. Something really bad is going on. What? The ritual, we faked it, but now now shit's going down, like really bad shit's going down. We gotta get out of here. And they're like, what? And then all of a sudden, they hear Charlotte scream from the other side. And they jump back and they knock down all of the tripods and all the lights go off. And then it's silent. And then they hear a noise. And the nurse says, is that a ping pong? And then a ping-pong ball gets thrown at them. Now it's a full-on freakout. Charlotte is screaming from the other side of the room. The two, Flirty Boy and Nurse, because they're good people, they're trying to open the door to get Charlotte out, but the door will not open. Chad, on the other hand, runs because he's like, I'm getting out of here. But for some reason, he's gotta U-turn it back because I think he ran into something. So then he U-turns it back, and once he gets back, they notice All of the ghost flashers are running towards them. So it looks like a ghost is literally running full speed towards them. And that's when right behind them, the room to 402, the door opens. And Charlotte's not there. Now the boss at this point, he's getting pissed off that it's been revealed on the live stream that they faked the ritual. So he's like, if they're not going to... go to room 402 i'm gonna do it for myself so he grabs a bunch of drones he grabs his gopros he harnesses up and he starts walking briskly towards the hospital when he gets to the hospital he sees through a very small window it looks like someone is holding up that doll and going like this with the doll <laughs> on the window and he's like what the fuck but he still goes in I mean, I don't care how much money in the world you're giving me, I'm not going in. I'm not even going in, even if it's not haunted. Even if I didn't see all that shit. I'm still not going in, okay? But he's like, whatever, and he still goes in. Now at this point, all three of them, the flirty boy, the nurse, and Chad number one, they end up in this room and there's like water up to their ankles and they can't see anything anywhere. And one of them is like, is this room 402? We haven't seen this room yet. And they start looking around and they go, something's weird, there's no door. And they start looking around and it's pitch black and Chad number one, he has like a camcorder and he lifts it up and he sees the nurse and the flirty boy standing there, but he also sees someone's hands on their heads. And he says, the hands, the hands. And he puts down the camcorder and he feels his own hands. And then he looks around the room and then he points the camcorder this way. And he sees a woman standing there. Then he puts it down. And then he puts it back up because he's like, what the fuck? And she's a little closer now. And then he puts it down because he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then he puts it back up. And then she's like right there. And she's like bleeding from the eyes. And bleeding from the mouth. And then she grabs his head with her hands and he starts screaming and he drops the camcorder and you can see through the camcorder that all of the patients are now lined up in the corners in their white uniforms just looking at them. So at this point the boss makes it into room 402 He opens the door And he sees that there's a lot of like paper everywhere He also sees like this one broken window Which doesn't make sense because I mean like Spatial awareness So he opens the door this way So like the window would be facing into the hallway But there wasn't a window Does that make sense? So, like, he opens the room door to 402. Now, if there's a window here, you could suspect that it's looking outside, right? But there was a window, like, it looked, like, right next to the door, but it wasn't showing on the hallway. So what is the window looking into? Mm, And so it seems like he's kind of confused, too. So he walks up to the window, and it's shattered, and he's looking down, and we just see his feet, and we see a woman's bare foot, like, walk towards him, and it bumps into him on the back and it seems like the figure is still standing behind him Mm -hmm. and he's too scared to look. So he has his camcorder and he's like flipping the viewfinder and you see a woman right on his shoulder and then grab his head and drag him down with her. Then Chad number two wakes up and he's strapped to a wheelchair in the middle of the hallway. And he starts screaming for all of his friends And then you just see him being wheeled down the hallway into a room But you don't see anyone wheeling him So we can now suspect that all of them kind of died, you know? They're probably not gonna be alive I don't think these ghosts are really trying to, you know, keep them alive, keep them fed, keep them healthy I don't think it's one of those situations I think it's an inhumane condition in there, right? So we can assume that they're all dead Now it flashes to the computer screens in the tent and the live stream had cut off when Chad confessed that they faked the ritual. And Charlotte screamed a little and they knocked down the cameras. And now it only had like 50 viewers. And all of the comments were saying, fuck this, I knew they were gonna fake it. I knew it was all too scary to be true. God, all of these YouTubers are scammers! Oh, shit. And that was the end. That was it? That was it. They fuck- they died for nothing they died for nothing and now the urban legend still lives on but it feels like literally how everyone feels it's like oh it's like an urban legend like nobody really dies there so you're a youtuber So you want me to go? Yeah. I no no no. I no 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 no. There was actually a lot of controversy when this movie came out. Did you know this was actually the third most grossed—not gross, um, but—they made the most money. Third most money made. third highest grossing film in the horror genre in South Korea. The first one was The Tale of Two Sisters. I covered that in a mukbang. I might cover it again for Baking a Mystery just because that one was so good. That one's such a good psychological horror. And then there's another one called Phone, which is a much older Korean movie. I was thinking about maybe watching that one next. Um, This one was the third one. And there was controversy because the owner of Gonjiam, right around the time that this movie was released, was actually trying to sell the land to a developer. And he He begged the korean government to bar like the viewings of this because he said it would impact the land prices and the sales but they said sorry and then uh it was in movie theaters everywhere i would say i am not the biggest 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 fan of found footage horror movies i typically like horror movies that are just filmed like a regular movie more but this was spectacularly done I don't know if it's, like, the GoPro setup, but all of it feels very modern. It feels very YouTube-y. It feels very, like, connected. It doesn't really feel, like, like choppy. You don't get dizzy too often either, which is nice. It also, like, sometimes with um, found footage-type like type movies, I feel that sometimes I'm just, like, waiting to see different angles and they just don't show it. But this, you get, like, a really good range of angles, and it's pretty good. It was really well done, and it makes sense. I wouldn't say it's the most scary movie out there though. Like there were some parts where I was scared, but it was not one of those movies where like as I'm showering I'm like the fork. Is there a lot of jump scares? But they're not even that jumpy. Uh-huh. Yeah. So none of them are too unexpected. So you just don't like I think it was more of like a good that was just a pleasant movie. Yeah. So if you guys are like really into horror, but you're so scared of horror movies, this might be a good jumping start because it's not that scary. And then I get fucking angry ass emails of, now I can't sleep at night, you beets. It gets kind of scary. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's video. Let me know in the comments. Oh, yeah. So Jam is actually not haunted at all. So they get like a couple thousand um, tourists a year that, you know, break in into the lands to like, go through the thousand yeah it's a lot yeah it's a lot but um they actually shut down because there was economic trouble and their like sewage system was really fucked up and that would cost a lot of money and the owner of the mental asylum just like ended up leaving the country for a little bit of time and just did not care to fix anything so they just shut down so it's really not that spooky at all so it seems (laughs) i don't know I'm really scared of stuff like this. I know a lot of YouTubers stayed in the hotel that Eliza Lamb tragically died and I'm just like not that beats. I'm not trying to do that. I'm I'm gone. Bye. I'm staying home beats. Bye.